Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show. Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we're going to talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I'm here with Jinji and not Penguin again. <laughs> that the thing we were, it was supposed to work out. I said last week that we were hoping to have Penguin on and then it didn't work out. And then we were going to have Penguin on because it was a delayed episode and we were going to record. We were going to record episode eight. Eight, right? Because this episode is seven. Gingy? I think it's eight. I want to say it's eight. What? I want to say it's eight. Let me check real quick. No, uh, this episode now would be seven. Okay. So we were going to have Penguin on this week for another way because we had to delay this week's episode because Gingy pulled a penguin and fell asleep before the recording. So, we're going to have Penguin on again, but she had work come up, so he, he we're here in this delayed episode, and it's just me and Gingy. And before we get to our topic, we got to talk about our lives in Pokemon for the past since we recorded, which I don't even remember when we recorded last. If I'm going to be honest, I don't remember either. But what have you been doing in Pokemon recently? Still playing Pokemon Go. I tried, despite the cold weather, hunting for them snow. This last um, Saturday for the Feebas research, hunt for all them cold. And unfortunately, right, I didn't. I didn't get any shiny Feebas. I mean, I did um, earlier today. I had one last Feebas research quest that I needed to do, and I finally got that done. But I'm gonna wait to redeem it until tomorrow so I can get my stamp. So, fingers crossed if I get a shiny Feebas on that one, but I sincerely doubt it. But I'm still, and then I'm also taking a a relaxed playthrough of Pokemon X. You know, I'm going to beat the story. And then, right now, and this announcement doubles as me giving the death stare to Jinji. So, cut me off, but okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You cut cut off yourself, so I didn't know you were talking. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. No, I was was just saying the. Ladies and gentlemen, he's gone. Here's me 
giving a death stare to Jinji, doubling as an announcer. Um, we have a community Discord for this show, but it has not been in the show notes. We're hopefully going to fix that, death stare at Jinji. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we... It's basically been a private discord between the four of us, but it was meant to be a community discord, but we just never shared it. And now here it is in the show notes of this episode. There's a Jinji. Yes, I'll make sure it's in the description. Okay. Um, Do you have anything else to share about Pokemon? Besides Pokemon Duel is full of bunch of bullshit people? No, not really. (laughs) As for me... I've been playing on my PS4, so I haven't played much Pokemon. I played for me and Patrick's Pokemon Nuzlocke World Tour that we're doing. We are doing red, blue, and yellow. Well, blue and yellow. Jinji was playing red, but he had to drop. So I was playing through my blue. Uh, I did it super last minute. The day we were supposed to fight, I did all of my gameplay. And... Now, after we did gameplay and sent our email into the podcast we're playing with, we uh, I trained my new Slowpoke that I caught, which was pretty cool, from level 15 to level 40, so that was fun. And then it learned Amnesia and evolved into a big boy Slowpoke. I mean, Slowbro. After we, we did PvP, and after we sent the email to BBR, the next day, today... Actually, I leveled up my Slowpoke that I had caught, which is really hype, from level 15 to level 40. So that was a fun grind. Oh boy. It is now a big boy Slowbro with amnesia, so it can forget about mercy and remorse. That's what I imagine Gen 1 amnesia is. That's uh, the Pokemon forgetting about the concept of uh, mercy and remorse. And just murdering their enemies. Pretty much. So. And I haven't played my Omega Ruby Nuzlocke. I really do need to get back into that. And. I. So the phone I use to record my Let's Plays for YouTube is broken. So I attempted to figure out a way to record a Let's Play on a laptop. And it's sort of like a test run i started a i was gonna start a yellow randomizer nuzlocke and just up front be like this is kind of testing my recording software you that i might lose videos of the series the videos might screw up so i'm sorry if any of that happens and the first video screwed up real real bad um the screen recorder even though i had turned down the pc speakers it still caught the game much more than it caught my mic so you couldn't barely hear me. And then 17 minutes into the video, I, I somehow accidentally click to exit the emulator and lose all that 17 minutes of progress. Ouch. During my recording. So I stopped the recording and I gave up on that. Ouch. Yeah, so that's fun. Hopefully I can get my hands on some sort of cheap android tablet to continue my youtube career so yeah that's what i've been doing in pokemon so are you ready to move into the topic mr Jinji? i am indeed so our topic this episode is big changes between generations of pokemon 
every generation so far has brought. Yep. So Jinji, why don't you take it away with what what Gen two changed from Gen one? The biggest change from Gen one, so red, blue, and yellow, to Gen two, which is gold, silver, and crystal, we got held items and genders. Which, more specifically, as far as the gender part goes, breeding. Were, were the big changes. Ooh, yeah, that was a big change. Which One of the interesting the, things that I didn't find out until later is that eggs actually hatched into level 5 Pokemon in Gen 2 and Gen 3. Yes, because then, there was a, a game-breaking bug that if you come on at level 1, you can level it up to level 100 in a single battle. Yeah, I remember. that. Was that a thing in Gen 2? I know it was a thing in Gen 1. Yeah, it was a thing in Gen 2 as well. But yeah, okay. that, oh, and then did they oh, brought wow. in the addition of shiny Pokemon. Because oh, colored yeah, sprites a became one. a thing in Gen 2. Yeah, so they took advantage of their color and like, hey, here's a really rare Pokemon with a different color scheme. Didn't shiny Cyndaquil originally have green flame? I think so. I know they, I know that it doesn't have green flame anymore, but I think it did in Gen 2. I particularly like a shiny I can think of that I like is Tenacruel shiny. Ooh. He has green, green, green orbs instead of red. And for some reason, his shiny... I think he still has green orbs. I don't think it was just a Gen 2 thing. But in Pokemon Stadium 2, which I know is Gen 2... Yeah, no, that's not just a Gen 2 thing. His orbs yeah, are still green. green. But in Pokemon Stadium 2, he has a completely different shiny sprite. Completely different. He's just His blue becomes darker. That's all a shiny is in Pokemon Stadium 2. I don't know what they did, why they did that. Huh. Because I actually caught a shiny Tentacruel in my Gen 2 Nuzlocke, if you remember. Yes. And, and I, use, I was using that team for Pokemon Stadium 2 to go through the Gym Leader Castle because I found an emulator on Android that allowed you to emulate Transfer Pack with Game Boy saves. So nice. I leveled up my I leveled up my silver Nuzlocke team to level hundred, and then went and did the gym leader castle. And nice. I didn't get all the way through before my phone broke. Unfortunately, I might look into doing that on my laptop. Transfer these saves over and stuff, and get an N sixty four emulator. But anyway, yeah, I was going to the gym leader castle, and I noticed brought out my shiny Tentacruel, that the shiny was very was completely different. I was very confused. Right. But no, those were the big changes from Gen 1 to Gen 2. Pegasus, what were the uh, changes from Gen 2 to Gen 3? I can only think of one. I'm probably missing a bunch that you'll correct me on, but the only one I can think of that's major is the adding of abilities, which are things that your po passive things that your Pokemon have that will activate under certain conditions that have certain effects. It's like the ability static. When a Pokemon is touched with a physical move, it has a chance to paralyze their opponent. And poison point, which is the same thing, but with poison. And maybe one, as one more example, thick fat, which will basically give you a resistance to fire and ice. Or the amazing ability of huge power, which may or may not. So, but like I was saying, 
through Gen 3 also introduced the amazing ability of huge power, which may or may not happen to be linked to the Pokemon of the episode. Oh, now I know what the Pokemon of the episode is. Oh, do you now? Of course I do, Jinji. I know the Pokemon that you love that has huge power. Okay, guess. Who do you think Pokemon of the episode is? Is it Azumarill, Jinji? Eh. Really? It is not. Is it Meryl? <laughs> it is. Nope. Either- oh, you cut off. I figured you would. Res- I th- I- you weren't responding, so I thought no, I was. Right. It is not Meryl. Okay, it's not Meryl. It's not Meryl. What even else has huge power? I'm trying to think. Well, oh, Medichat. No, and I'm not going to say yes or no to any more Pokemon. It's not anyone from the Medicham land. Okay. But no, Gen 3 mainly brought abilities was the big change. Now, Gen 3 to Gen 4, the absolute biggest thing and arguably the best change we've had to date was the physical special split. Oh, yeah, that was big. But real quick, to go back to Gen 3 for, like, two seconds. Was Gen 3 also the first time we had a national Pokedex? I'm pretty sure the Pokedex just expanded for Gen 2. I believe so, yeah. I believe Gen 3 is the first generation so Gen 3 was the first, Gen 3 was the first... Gen, Gen 3, as far as I remember, was the first generation that had its own Pokedex. And then at the end of the game, once you beat the Elite Four, you would have your Pokedex upgraded to be the national Pokedex, which contained every yes. Pokemon in existence. Yes. And I think Gen 2, there was like, Gen 2 was just an expansion on the Pokedex, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. It seems weird to me that you would have your uh, starters at like 154 in the Pokedex. It might have just been sorted weird, but it was definitely the first time they called it the National Pokedex. I'm anyway. trying to think of... But yeah, mainly... Gen yeah, Gen 3 to Gen 4, arguably the best change to Pokemon to date was the physical... Yeah, the physical special split was when... Special split, which made certain moves for special... Which, because of that change, made a lot of Pokemon arguably better suited to, you know, have their moves match their yeah, corresponding stats. Special and physical was linked to type rather than they changed that so that it made more sense. So that, like, Fire Punch was physical and not special. Right, and I want to say form changes were also a first in Gen 4. Form changes were a first in Gen 4? No, we had cast form in Gen 3. Oh, that's right. That's right. Gen 4 was the first gen with good Pokemon that changed (laughs) 4. Oh, cast form. You're so cute, but you're so bad. So, yeah, was there any Until he gets a a Mega Evolved Z form. Besides the physical special split from Gen 3 to Gen 4, I can't... Honestly, nothing is coming to mind um okay. hold on I'm, I'm thinking hold on um okay yeah 
I don't think of anything else. So Gen 4 to Gen 5, what were the changes? Biggest one that jumps to mind for me from Gen 4 to Gen 5 is hidden abilities. Oh, yeah, that was huge for competitive. Very huge. Arguably made even more Pokemon even more potent. It's crazy because um, the starters always could had like no use for their ability because it was just fucking blaze and torrent but they were all given pretty good start hidden abilities most of them really kind of disappointed with empoleon's hidden ability what's charizard's hidden ability i can't seem to remember solar power oh yeah and i know uh for alligators with sheer force which is really good Right. I'm disappointed, honestly, with Empoleon's hidden ability. I'm disappointed with uh, Delphox's hidden ability. What is it? Magician, I want to say it is? It's, yeah, it's Magician. It's um, If you're not holding an item, you can steal an opponent's when you hit them. Yeah, stupid. I mean, I can see where it could work, but that's very, very situational. Very, very situational. So I just run Blaze on my Delphox and draft. Because I give it Firium Z because I drafted Firium Z. My the main set I've run with. Or Delphox you could say your one. favorite hidden ability is Bulletproof. Not. I didn't hear what you said, but I imagine it was a pun. So I'm just gonna move on. No, I was gonna say your favorite hidden ability was Bulletproof, and that's on Chestnut. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, but anyway, yeah, I. What I was saying is the set I usually run on my Delphox, just real quick, tangential, in the Blastburn Radio Community Draft League, is um, I run Calm Mind for stat boost when I get the chance. I run Fireum Z as my item, obviously. And Flamethrower and Psychic is my two main attack moves. And I also run Blastburn for the specific purpose of being turned into a nuclear Z move. Nice. Turning Blastburn into like a ridiculously powerful Inferno Overdrive. Right. And I know it's not anything uh, too significant, but we also jumped from static image sprites to constantly moving. Good thing I I caught the gist of what you were saying because you cut off and I was literally about to start talking about the thing you were talking about. So, Discord has been a fucking nightmare. Discord is a nightmare. So, another reason why it's going to be good that you're taking a break next week so that we don't have to deal with this tomorrow night. I can't hear you responding to me. That's the funny part. What were you saying? Uh, I was about to say... That's all the major changes I could think of. So Gen 5 to Gen 6 is a really big one. Remember moving sprites? Screw moving sprites. We now have full 3 I know. Do you want to start it with it? What? Such a gorgeous game. Games. X and Y and Oraz, yeah. Honestly, unpopular opinion, I think the graphical style is better than Gen 7. Eh, it's arguable. Yeah, it is. There are arguments for both sides. They both look good, but I think Gen 6 looks better. Right. 
But yeah, Mega Evolution is the big thing. That yeah, Gen 6 brought. About to mention, yeah, also a huge thing. Well, what would you say your favorite Mega is? My favorite Mega would have to be... I'm thinking. Oh, it's easy. Mega Gallade. All right. It's not bad. If I had to say my favorite Mega would have to be Mega. Fuck, we have to do Showdown. I should have set my laptop up a long time ago. Damn it. What? I said we have to do Showdown. I should have set my laptop up a long time ago. I'm going to have to do that while we're talking. But did you hear my favorite Mega? Uh, I might have not. Or did I fucking cut out again? I don't think you cut out. I just think I wasn't listening for a second and I didn't catch it. Oh, well, my favorite Mega is Mega Bayonet. Oh, weird tongue ghost. Yeah. Fun fact, Mega Bayonet was uh, Joey's go- representing ghost in the Ghost of Gaming Future logo for the first episode. a boy. But then when he left, he was replaced by Lucio, who uh, used Frankie Kong's ghost from Donkey Kong. You know, that made me that made me think of a thing that Gen 5 gave us that's no longer a thing. What's the dream world? Didn't Gen 6 have a dream world? No. I remember Dream Link being a thing. I don't know what it did. I, you're talking about the global link. Yeah, but that was the thing they used for dream world, right? No, Dream World is completely separate. I think I don't know. Dream World is no longer a thing, but I still have a bayonet that I got from the Dream World that has Cotton Guard on it. Ooh. So theoretically, I could be using a Mega Bayonet with Cotton Guard. I remember the one time I I have a stark memory of of using the Dream World was when I was a kid. I discovered the a website that could uh it was basically Pokegen, but it was done through a website and if you put a certain IP address into like your into like your Wi-Fi connection on your DS, you could hack you could gen Pokemon and they'd come through your GTS. Huh. I remember yeah I, I remember yeah it was it was much simpler back then. Now you have to like download shit on your computer and like pl- have like a jailbroken DS and shit. Back then it was as easy as putting in a Mac address and going into GTS. But right. I, I remember I remember I had a Mew and he was the Pokemon that I like put to sleep to go to the dream world. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, Mew. Uh, you, you, you are my vessel. We shall go to the dream world. Shh. Go to sleep. Come on, Michael. Anyway, but yeah, Gen 6 mainly was mega we had fully 3d sprites and before people yell at me for genning pokemon on just real quick i was a child i knew nothing about oh anything. and we're missing I was just like god was damn it yeah peg can you hear me i can yes okay whatever you were talking about i'm sorry you, you cut out again I said, before anybody yells at me for genning pokemon i was a child i had no idea what i was doing I was just jetting in a bunch of legendaries because I thought it was cool and I was a kid. 
Right, but we're also forgetting the most crucial thing of all. I mean, besides Mega Evolution, we had the introduction of the fairy type. Since we have not had another type introduction since Gen 2 that brought in Steel I was about to say, dark. we forgot to mention between Gen 1 and Gen 2, we got Dark and Steel. Yeah, we forgot about that. Whoops. Whoopsies. But yeah, that's, that is Gen 6. I mean, we, we obviously got new Megas. We also had the, the primal forms of Kyogre and Groudon, which some would argue that it's their mega forms, but... Mm-hmm. The primal forms are really cool. So, yeah, Gen 5 to Gen 6 was a big change. What hanged between Gen 6 and Gen 7 besides... I know the big one, and that's Z-Moves, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Was there anything else? Ultra Beast. Because they're saying that Ultra Beast are not Pokemon. So that's an entirely new concept. That's weird. That you're in a Pokemon game and you can catch things that aren't Pokemon. But I think the 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 um the ultra wormholes are a nice nice new also, thing that happened. Here's a weird and funny one. I'm pretty sure Gen 7 was the first gen to have Pokemons that have names that are two words. Rather than just one. What, Tapu Bulu, Tapu Coco, yes. Tapu Fini, and Tapu... Uh, and also what's Type like? Null. Tapus and Type Null True. the first Pokemon Wait, to have there's... two words. Would you, well, would you say like Rotom Wash, no, Rotom they were Mo, all like Rotom, Rotom Fan, and Rotom... Dash, and then the thing. It was like Rotom Dash Wash, Rotom Dash Heat. These ones were actually two words. It's Tapu Space Coco, Tapu Space Bulu... Type colon space null. True. I can't I can't think of anything else besides um Z moves, which is obviously or Z crystal Z moves. Yeah, they're pretty big. Pretty interesting. Where you can turn moves into stronger variants of said moves. Yeah, you could use one Z move per battle and with stat moves, it'll usually just add an extra stat boost, and with attack moves, it'll turn into that type's offensive Z-move. So, for example, you turn an f- offensive fire move into a Z-move, it becomes Inferno Overdrive. You turn an offensive normal-type move into a Z-move, it becomes Breakneck Blitz, and all the others. And we also had certain Pokemon having their own exclusive Z-moves. Let, let's snuggle forever. Let's snuggle forever, but honestly, my favorite one is, um, I believe it was called Genesis Supernova, which was Mew's exclusive Z-move. Oh, I forgot he had that. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I forgot Munium Z was a thing. And then Pulverizing Pancakes. I feel bad that Let's Snuggle Forever really doesn't fit into Mimikyu's competitive move set. I did. That was my Mimikyu. Yeah, but I'm saying like the common Smogon competitive move set doesn't have room for Let's Snuggle Forever because what the move it replaces is a certain move. What move is it? Well, I make room because Mimikyu deserves sorry, all of our loves. I will make room for Let's Snuggle Forever. Because Mimikyu well, yeah, deserves all the love. Which move Let's Snuggle Forever become, comes from? Oh, Play Rough. Oh, really? Yeah. 
oh well then yeah you could run that i guess the smoke on set just uh leaned more towards life orb because of swords dance shadow sneak the set i usually run on mimikyu yeah i could run circle forever because the set i usually run on mimikyu is a uh, swords dance shadow sneak play rough and drain punch right which is but, weird yeah, to this... imagine mimikyu punching you never know what's on the cloak. And I guess that's it for the topic. Unless we want to talk about... I don't think Let's Go had any real mechanical changes besides the starter moves, right? That Gen 6 that we, that we got from Gen 6 to Gen 7. Yeah, I was saying that... Uh... From we got the starter abilities in Let's Go, that was an interesting thing. True that we did. And we got go catching mechanics. Which, which is nice, especially stay, if you're using the Pokeball Plus. If they stay, I quit. God damn it. They better not stay. I hope they do. Okay, I won't mind them if you weaken them and then do it. But if it's straight up go catching mechanics, I'm out. You better weaken them first, battle them, be able to KO them for experience. I don't want another game where I have to catch everything in order to level up. Right. That's that's the death of the Nuzlocke right there, basically, if they make you do that. Or at least as we know it, it's the death of the Nuzlocke. Right, but I I can't think of anything else to add, Pig. So, I guess it's time for your favorite part of the episode, then. So, uh, take it away. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! Alright, as we just heard from our two-year-old correspondent, the Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 660, Diggersby, the Digging Pokemon. Oh, fuck. Ex-Pokedex entry states, with their powerful ears, they can heft boulders of a ton or more with ease they can be a big help at construction sites it's a mega rupee uh pokedex entry states with its powerful ears oh they're the same thing yeah i guess the alpha sapphire pokedex entry states as powerful as an excavator its ears can reduce dense bedrock to rubble when it's finished digging it lounges lazily Okay. Like literally, the the X and Omega Ruby Pokedex entries are the same, and the Y and Alpha Sapphire is the same so as well. You got, a, you got a competitive set for Mister Diggersby. Diggersby, though. Diggersby. Diggersby, though. But Diggersby. of course, I got a move set for him. He is in the um, UUB. Um, his base stats are as follows 85 in HP, 56 in attack, 77 in defense, Wait 50 in special attack, 77 in special defense, and 78 in speed. Diggersby is banned from UU? Yeah. When did this happen? I have no idea. But a good set that I would run for him would be a choice band variant. So, obviously, Adamant Nature with huge power is its ability. Yeah, 252 in attack, 4 in defense, 252 in speed. Earthquake return, quick attack, 
and you there's an option for the fourth move, but um either spikes or fire punch. So that is Pokemon of the episode. Yeah, if that's it for Pokemon of the episode, I guess it's time for showdown. That it is. What are we doing for showdown this week? First of all, because he's cutting off real bad. I hate Discord. What's the format we're doing this week? Well, we don't necessarily know. Because we decided, because we're talking about all the generations, we are going to do random battles from a generation. And the way we're going to decide it is I'm right now going to pull up a random number generator and put numbers between 1 and 7. And whenever it lands on, we're doing a random battle for that gen. Random battles basically being showdown generates your team for you. All right, I'm here on the random number generator. The minimum is 1. The max is 7. Let's generate the result. Four! We're doing Gen 4 random battle today. Ooh. Well, this is going to be an interesting one for you to narrate. Okay, so Pegasus, I guess me, I lead with Mawile, who's, the the levels are different in random battles, so I'll say them at the beginning, whenever a Pokemon comes out. I lead with Mawile at level 83. Gingy leads with Steelix at level 79. Mawile's Intimidate activates, lowering Steelix's attack by one stage. I am ready. Okay, then here we go. I forgot to ask you if you were ready. I'm glad you yeah. I'm glad you are. Mawile switches out for Entei level 81, who takes an earthquake for 56. Percent of its health. That was a nice prediction there, sir. That it was. Uh, um. I think you would outspeed, huh? I would hope. I'd be very disappointed. Out comes Infernape for Jinji, who's level 75. Takes a Flare Blitz for 46% of its health. And Entei is damaged by Recoil and Life Orb and is left at 23% health. Entei uses Extreme Peed, which does 46% to Infernape, 10% due to Life Orb. And a close combat finishes Entei off. Out comes Mew. Oh, you lucky bastard. Pegasus, level 71 Mew. Fuck, you kidding? Pegasus, can you hear me? Um, Yes. There we go. I think I'm back in. Did you get out of showdown? It says I'm back in. Oh, a critical fire blast murders Mew in one hit. I it's not looking good for me, folks. Out comes level 79 Ludicolo for Pegasus. It takes a close combat for 53% and finally finishes Infernape with a surf. Ludicolo is at 54% after Leftover's recovery. Out comes Swellow for Gingy. Out comes Pachiritsu, level 88 for Swellow for Pegasus. Swellow is poisoned by Toxic Orb. 
uh, also, I love how Pachiritsu is a broken image. That's pretty funny. Is Pachiritsu no, a broken image for you, Jinji? Yeah, it is. That's pretty funny. So... Okay. Swallow uses Facade, it does 88% to Pachiritsu. Pachiritsu does reta retaliates with Discharge, which does 65% to Swallow. Swallow takes another 6% Poison, leaving it at 29%. Pachiritsu's at 12. Facade finishes Pachiritsu. Swallow is at 17% after Toxic Damage. Out comes Mawile, which intimidates Swallow. Takes a facade for 27%. Uses Swords Dance and increases its attack by two stages. Toxic kills Swallow. Out comes Smeargle for Jinji. Smeargle uses Spore, puts Mawile to sleep. Smeargle uses spikes and lays spikes. Mawile is still asleep. Mawile woke up and used Iron Head, doing 99% to Smeargle, who is sashed, but it flinches. God damn it. And Jinji reacted to that, but all I heard was... Uh. Mawile used underhead, uh, underhead, Iron Head, and killed Smeargle. So out comes the Steelix, who uses Earthquake and does 100% to Mawile. I forgot he was weak to that. I should have baton passed. That would have hurt. I mean, actually, no, considering both of my options are special. Out comes Empoleon, level 75 for Pegasus. Takes 12% from Spikes. Surf does 95% to Steelix. Earthquake kills Empoleon. Out comes Ludicolo, Pegasus' last Pokemon. Takes 13% from Spikes and is left at 41%. Surf from Ludicolo finishes off Steelix. Jinji has two Pokemon left that haven't even hit the field. I have one Pokemon left at half health. Not going to be much of a stretch to see how this one goes first. <laughs> Out comes Raikou for Jinji. And Thunderbolt leaves Ludicolo at 9%. Ludicolo uses Energy Ball, does 27% to Raikou, lowers its special defense. They both have leftovers. Ludicolo is left at 16, while Raikou is at 79. And Thunderbolt finishes off Ludicolo. Jinji's the winner. Whoop whoop. I will say my last Pokemon, if you were curious, was um Golem. Fun. So um Yeah, that would normally be it for showdown, but I'd like to pitch to Jinji. I just realized that let's go random battle is a thing and I kinda wanna do one real quick, just as a bonus. Fuck it, why not? Assuming if my phone doesn't disconnect again. That wouldn't be good. But yeah, we're going to fight in the Let's Go random battle now because I didn't know that was a thing and I think it's kind of cool.
Okay. Out comes Vaporeon for me and Machamp for Jinji. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, we can begin. Uh, Jinji switches to Lapras. Lapras takes a Scald for 12% of its health. Vaporeon toxics Lapras and Lapras toxics Vaporeon. What a productive turn, folks. Vaporeon uses Scald, does 13% to Lapras. Lapras uses Thunderbolt, does 29% to Vaporeon. They both take 12% from Toxic. Vaporeon uses Rest, healing its Toxic and healing the full. It is asleep. Hydro Pump from Lapras misses. Lapras takes 19% from Toxic. Lapras switches to Kabutops. Vaporeon is asleep. Kabutops uses Stealth Rocks. Vaporeon is asleep? Sorry, I sounded surprised there. I thought it already slept for two turns. Waterfall does 19% to Vaporeon. Vaporeon wakes up and flinches. Waterfall does another 18% to Vaporeon. Vaporeon uses Scald, does 48% to Kabutops. Uses Waterfall, does 19%. Vaporeon uses Scald, does 49%. Kabutops uses Superpower, which is 36%, and Vaporeon uses Ice Beam, finishing off Kabutops. The levels aren't different here, folks, by the way. Everything's level 100. Out comes Pinsir for Jinji. Pinsir Megas and uses Swords Dance. Vaporeon rests and goes to a restful sleep and is at full health. But probably not <coughs> Jinji's brother with his beautiful song. Okay, what are we doing here? Oh shit. Uh, Vaporeon switches out for Melmetal. Pinsir uses Swords Dance, further increasing its attack. Earthquake murderates Melmetal. Out comes Wigglytuff for Pegasus, who takes an X-Scissor for 81% and uses Ice Beam doing 49% to Pins. And Wigglytuff goes down to another X-Scissor. Out comes Dugtrio for Pegasus. Dugtrio uses Rock Slide and murders Mega Pinsir. With background noises. Out comes Lapras. Uh, Dugtrio's Sucker Punch doing 14%. Hydro Pump kills Dugtrio. And Lapras is left at 18% and is toxic, folks. Victory Bell, aka PTSD, coming. Fuck that thing. <laughs> Power Whip kills Lapras. Yeah, Jinji has some PTSD from Victory Bell because I ran one in the World Tour and uh, used rap shenanigans to my advantage. Outrage from Dragonite, which just came out, does 77% health. 
Victory Bell used Sleep Powder and lulled Dragonite to a slumber. Out comes Vaporeon. Pegasus, Dragonite is asleep. Dragonite is asleep, Vaporeon is asleep. Dragonite woke up and uses Outrage, which does 64% to Vaporeon. Vaporeon is asleep. Vaporeon is murdered by an Outrage. And Dragonite is confused. Out comes Polyrath for Pegasus. Dragonite is confused, but still hits an Outrage. 55% of Polyrath's health. Polyrath uses Bulk Up, boosting its attack and defense. Dragonite snaps out of confusion and uses Outrage, which kills Polyrath. Out comes Victory Bell, who dies to Stealth Rock. Jinji is the winner. Woohoo! That was fun. I also think I, I didn't mention the Stealth Rock that whole time. I think I forgot to mention it. That's <laughs> alright, but GG, though. GG. So, that's the end of our show. Jinji. Where can people find you and Pixels Media on the internet? You can find me at my personal Twitter at RagingGinji. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. There is the main show of Pixels Polygons and Fun. And you can pretty much find that wherever podcasts are found. And mm-hmm. under the Pixels Medium banner, we have a Patreon. If you guys are able to give anything, but of course, please take care of yourselves first. That'll be patreon.com slash PPAF podcast. We have a T Public store if you guys would like to check out, which is tpublic.com slash user slash PPAF podcast one. That about covers it on my end. Okay, you could find me on Twitter at Pegasus the Gamer. I mean, on Twitter at Pegasus the Game One. On YouTube as Pegasus the Gamer. On the podcast Ghost of the Gaming Future, which can also be found on Pegasus the Gamer. I would also like to confirm for those who were wondering, because I just looked myself because I was curious. Even though Jinji did promise to put Pokemon Variety Hour logo on the T Public store, it is not that. It's not, I could have sworn up, but well, I will fix that tomorrow morning. Okay, it'll be fixed by the time the show is up. But right now, all that's up there is the PPAF logo and the Poco Survivor logo. I will fix that. I am sorry on that one. You're all right. So, yeah, and also contact me. Shows community Discord. Link in the show notes. Whether you want to talk in the channels or DM me, I'm all ears. And that about covers it for me. All right. This this has been Pokemon Variety Hour. And we will see you guys next time. Well, I'll see you next time with Penguin. Yep, I most likely will not be able to get our two-year-old correspondent to bed in time. Yep, our two-year-old correspondent making things difficult. All right, see you guys next time. See you later.